You are listening to the Cherished Companions podcast. I'm Caitlin, and I help you and your animals live the best life together. I use a mixture of modern training and holistic natural methods. On this podcast, we will talk everything animals and how we can consider our pet's body, mind, and soul. To look at our pets holistically and to treat behavioral issues with natural healing products and methods. This podcast is all about sharing our love and appreciation for the animals in our life. Welcome. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about how you can work with crystals and your pet's chakra system and energy system. So if you're anything like me, you consider your pets a part of your family and you want to do all that you can to ensure that your pet is happy, healthy, and living a high quality life. So I typically spend my days, what I do for work, is helping pet parents live in harmony with their animals. Many of us have brought animals into our life only to discover that amidst the love and joy our pets bring us, we also experience health issues and behavioral problems that can often cause us frustration and heartbreak and even anger. When it comes to my own health, I try to do all that I can to prevent any health issues before they actually occur. I do this by exercising, eating foods that make my body feel good, keeping my stress to a minimum, and being just aware of my own energy. Stress and the energy that I surround myself with influence my physical health and my mental health. And animals are exactly the same way. All living beings have a chakra system. When you work with an animal's energy and balance their chakras, you can correct behavioral problems, prevent health issues, heal existing health concerns. So working with your pet's energy and your chakra systems can be a really important thing to learn. Just as we work with balancing our own chakras, we can assist our pets in balancing theirs. So our pets often mirror our own imbalances and our own stresses. They, they're like little sponges and they absorb the energy that we put out and then they keep it inside themselves. Sometimes they do this to an attempt to help us and take away our imbalances and our pain and our suffering and they take it on on themselves, which actually they think they're helping, but they're not really. They're just causing problems in their own body and in themselves, which we have to then deal with and which we have trouble dealing with. So animals are usually very aware of themselves and their own energy. They attempt to balance their own chakras by rubbing or scratching areas where the energy is or where the chakras are. However, animals that have suffered physical trauma, emotional abuse, or live in an environment that makes balance difficult may have a hard time correcting, balancing, and opening their chakras. So this can lead to a physical illness or behavioral problems. Animals have eight major chakras. Seven of those chakras are the same as ours. The additional eighth chakra is unique to animals. This chakra is the brachial chakra. It's on either side of the body in the shoulders and kind of at the base of the neck. So I'm going to go over the list, kind of just list chakras and break down each chakra in our pets. So these are the same chakras that we have. The root chakra, which is located at the bottom of the spinal cord near the tail. This chakra relates to survival, 
physical strength, stability, happiness, motivation, energy, and communication. When this chakra is balanced in your pet, your pet is going to be feeling safe and secure. An unbalanced root chakra in your pet will have your pet anxious, nervous, greedy with food, excessively fearful, greedy, sluggish, underweight, and restless. The sacral chakra, which is located between the, below the abdomen and above the pelvis, this chakra manifests as excitement, sexual desire, and security. So a balanced sacral chakra means that your pet is very affectionate. An unbalanced sacral chakra can mean that your pet is unloving, rambunctious, can have separation anxiety, can be over-emotional, often whines excessively and has boundary issues. The next chakra is the solar plexus chakra. This chakra is located in the center of the abdomen and on the back. This chakra is related to organs, responsible for digestion and liver, the pancreas, stomach, strength, purpose, and emotions. A balanced solar chakra in your pet is a confident and mature pet. An unbalanced solar plexus chakra your pet is often shy, aggressive, or can have an overly helpful personality, can be withdrawn, can be dominating, and can lack enthusiasm. The heart chakra. This chakra is located in the center of the chest. This chakra, the heart chakra, is related to the immune system, the heart, the lungs, compassion, relationships, love, loyalty, emotions, balance, sensitivity, and sharing. A balanced heart chakra in your pet is a pet that is very affectionate, warm, welcoming to strangers and other people and new things. An unbalanced heart chakra is a pet that can be unaffectionate, a pet that is fearful, timid, shy, sad, overly possessive of their belongings or food, a pet that is jealous, nervous, and kind of scared and skittish around others, other animals and other people. The next chakra is the throat chakra. This is located in the throat and the neck area. It's related to the thyroid, communication, creativity, expression, hearing, and vocalization. A balanced throat chakra is a pet that understands what they need by barking only when necessary. So they will bark, they will communicate, they'll talk, they'll whine, they'll make all the typical sounds that a dog or a cat will make an animal will make, but they won't do anything in excess. They'll just do what is necessary and then they'll be able to stop themselves. And they also won't be completely quiet. So they'll have a good balance between vocalizing and not vocalizing. An unbalanced throat chakra is a pet that barks way too much, excessively noisy, or a pet that is too shy or doesn't communicate at all, a pet that doesn't listen to commands. Also, I forgot to mention that a balanced throat chakra, when your pet has a balanced throat chakra, they will listen to commands. They'll listen to you and pay attention to you and be attentive towards what you're saying and what you want them to do. So the next chakra is the third eye chakra, which is located between the eyes, just above the nose. This chakra is related to the external environment and how the brain kind of takes in the what's happening around them. So awareness, sensitivity, sensations, all the senses, touch, smell, taste, all those, perception and insight.
a balanced third eye chakra in a pet is a pet that is able to adapt to environment and situations. So they're easily adaptable, they're flexible, they don't freak out or stress out when things change, when your schedule has to change for a day, routines get changed, moving houses or things like that, they're able to adapt to them easily. An unbalanced third eye chakra in a pet is a pet that is very hyper, very dependent, needs constant attention. Often they'll have bad eyes, so eye issues. They'll be distant or they'll be distracted, so they won't have that kind of bond, won't be able to really bond with you. The crown chakra is located at the very top of the head. This chakra relates to the body and the mind and the nervous system, the spinal cord. It relates to serenity, balance, peace, wisdom, harmony with nature. A balanced crown chakra is a pet that is happy, that is able to connect to other animals and other humans. So again, that they're able to bond and form relationships and meaningful relationships. An unbalanced crown chakra is a pet that worries, that is depressed, that is anxious or has anxiety issues, has difficulty with other pets and other people, and can often be withdrawn. And the next chakra is the brachial chakra, which is located in the shoulder area on either side of the shoulder at the base of the neck, kind of. This relates to the bond between animals and their humans. This, this is really an important um, chakra to work with if a pet has been through trauma or been abused by humans. This relates to how they see humans and the person in their life. So it also relates to the nerves of the head, the neck, the chest, and the throat, and it links all major chakras. So if your pet is having, or an animal is having trouble bonding with you or with another person, or is fearful of some, a dog I know that I look after often, is fearful of males only, because at one time he was abused by a male. So he needs to work on this chakra and all his other chakras, and because he has a lot of anxiety, he's afraid of the wind and things like that, when he works on this chakra, he improves all of his other chakras as well. So a balanced chakra, they're able to form a strong bond with another, that can be another animal, another human, any other being. An unbalanced chakra means that they can have separation anxiety, they can be fearful, they can be reluctant to be touched, they can be have show symptoms from all the other unbalanced chakras. So now that you are familiar with the chakras and you can kind of see if your pet is experiencing any of these areas, what chakra you may need to work on with your pet and what an unbalanced and a ba these balanced chakras look like in your pet. And just remember that just like humans our animals aren't going to be balanced all the time in all the chakras and it's not a one-time fix. It's a constant thing that you need to keep working on with your pet. Most animals, they'll come, they come into the world fairly balanced and as they grow, things, their socialization or whatever they've experienced in their life and even if you try your best and socialize and do everything that you possibly can, there's always going to be some sort of unbalance in there that's completely normal and it's expected. So to balance your pet's chakras, there are a few techniques that you can try on your own. You can massage, 
you can do T-touch, you can do Reiki, and you can do acupuncture, acupressure, you can try flower remedies, and those are just a few things that you can do with your pet or you can get your pet into. So for massage, you paw massages and body massages are a really great thing. If your pet lets you touch their paws, that's really, really good because you can, just like on humans, the pads of our feet, the bottoms of our feet, there are all the pressure points for all the organs and all the chakras and all the muscles. So if you can just massage their paws and the pads on their bottom of the feet in any area that will most likely hit some spots. T-touch is similar to massage. It's a method that uses circular movements of the fingers and hands all over the body. For that, you might want a professional or you might want to do a lot more re research into what T-touch is and how you can do that on your own or find someone that you can take your pet to to do some T-touch T-touch like an appointment. It's kind of, it's very similar to a massage. And there's Reiki, which is something that you'll I offer to give pets. Distant Reiki is possible. You don't need to come in contact or you don't need to be located where I'm located. If you're interested in having Reiki for your pet, it really does balance the chakras and helps all other areas and healing. It's very comforting. Any pain issues or behavioral issues it can help. This is again an ongoing thing depending on your pet's issue or your animal's issue. Depends how many sessions will be needed. So Reiki is basically energy healing that can be done in person or at a distance. If you want to learn more about that or book Reiki then just visit my website www.cherishedcompanions.org slash Reiki or just go to the homepage without the slash and you'll be able to find all, all information there. Acupuncture, this uses special needles which are inserted into specific points on the animal's body. The needles help redirect the body's, body's energy back into harmony. So this needs to be done by a professional. This is something that I don't do and you may look for someone in your area that can do that. And flower remedies. Flower remedies are something that you can buy. I think it's called Bach Flower Remedies. You can look there on Amazon. Just do some more research into that. I can talk more about that if you would like in another podcast. Just let me know. So a lot of these techniques that I've mentioned are techniques that are done by professionals. But there are some options that you can do on your own. You can do these with crystals. And I'm going to talk about the crystals, but before I do, just keep be mindful of your pet and do not force any crystals on your pet. If your pet looks uncomfortable or walks away, then just let them leave. Don't trap, push, or force crystals on your animal. Let your pet have free will and choice. If you do something like attach a crystal to your pet's collar, be aware that your pet cannot remove the collar or the crystal and be certain that your pet reacts positively to the crystal before attaching it. Never leave it on for too long, for long periods of time. Slowly introduce your animal to the crystals and just see how they'll react. So six ways that you can use crystals with your pets. You can attach a crystal to the collar. You can make a crystal layout for your pet. You can place a crystal under your pet's bed. But when you do, when you leave a crystal with your pet, just be certain that your pet cannot find or swallow the crystal. You can infuse your pet's water with crystals. Again, be certain to remove the crystal from the water before placing the water in your pet's dish. 
and you can slowly and softly stroke your pet while holding on to the crystal. You can also meditate with your pet next to you while holding on to a crystal in one hand and resting your other hand on your pet. I have some really great meditations and I have a free meditation right now that you can try with your pet. It's less than 15 minutes long, it's free. All you have to do is enter your email and to get it in your inbox. I'll leave the link for that. Again, you can go to my website and get that link as well. If you would like a list of chakras and corresponding crystals, I'm not going to read them all out because it can get boring and it's just kind of tedious. You can go to my blog and I have a post there called Crystals and Your Pets. So you can find it just by searching up crystals or chakras on the blog and you'll be able to find a full long list there. So I hope this was helpful and again for everything that I've mentioned you can find it all on my website www.cherishedcompanions.org and I'll see you in the next podcast. Bye. I want to start bringing other pet owners and pet lovers and pet parents onto the podcast and I want you to share just a kind of fun or silly lovable story about your pet. It can be anything at all, anything that you want to share that just kind of expresses our love for animals and the pets in our lives. So thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening to the Cherish Companions podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please find me on Instagram as Cherished Companions. I'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to come on the podcast to share your animal story, find my contact information in the show notes. All links will be in the show notes or just head over to www.cherishedcompanions.org for quick access to all our social media and contact information. Thanks again for listening and join me next week. Now, get out of here and spend some time with the animals you love. Bye!